What's up, everyone? This is the Trumpet of Truth podcast, episode number six of our 15 for 15. Yay! We're back. <laughs> We're back. It's been two weeks. I know. We took a week off. We said we wouldn't, but we did. Get over it. We had sickness in our house. Yeah. And it Allie, wasn't it wasn't a quick where oh we're all sick at the same time and we're done in five days. Oh. It was I got it. Alley on Friday, Jacob on Wednesday, race on Thursday, rally on Saturday. Yeah. And it was like just two weeks of continuous someone being sick. And we tried to like isolate for a little bit so the other kid like the kids wouldn't get the flu, but then we all just ended up getting it. So So nonetheless, here we are. Two weeks later. <laughs> two weeks stronger. Yeah. Two weeks taller. Not really. No. <laughs> All right, done being goofy. Today, silly. we're going to talk about <clears throat> some worldly things in the first epistle of John. Mm-hmm. New Testament vibes. Yep. So anyway, why are we going to talk about that? Well, we told you guys from the very beginning that we were going to talk about the Bible and be real with you guys, things that we're struggling with, continue to struggle with, will probably struggle with. And so this is something that me personally, I don't know about you. Yes, everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone struggles with this. Yeah, but I, I feel like I do a lot, but just well, some more than other others. Yeah, but being um, intrigued with worldly things, wanting to participate in worldly things, that's been a struggle here late. And you know, it's not anything bad, but just even wanting to watch like The Bachelor on TV, like it's like super worldly. Scrolling through TikTok, yeah, that's super not something worldly. I struggle with. Just so I know. you guys know, I don't <laughs> no. struggle with having to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> In that's case me. you were wondering, <laughs> not one of my struggles, just hers. Yep. So that's why we kind of wanted to bring this topic up and we were scrolling through First John and looky here, the whole epistle is almost about Yeah, almost every every chapter sand. there's a line drawn in the sand here and I didn't realize how much was actually in this short little letter, yeah. but we've gone through and highlighted a whole bunch, so let's just unpackage it. Well, and you guys, I think it's a really good book to read. It's only five chapters, super short, but it has so much. There's so much meat there. If you're craving more meat from the word, this is a really good epistle. Done. Yeah, I want to say that even my stepmom, Kelly, could probably read this one and not get <laughs> sidetracked. It's so short. <laughs> She's got the attention span of a gnat, yep. if you know her. <laughs> yep. All right. Done picking on people. Let's go. <laughs> done being a bully. Okay, um, chapter one, what's up? Yeah, chapter one. Um, this is kind of the introduction to the letter. There's not really no um, clear like, hey, this is the world, this is where Christ is, the world is. Here's the line drawn on the sand. There's nothing like that. It's kind of just like an introductory of what he's fixing to tell the people he's writing to. John, mm-hmm. of course. Yep. Um, now we will, when we get to chapter three, we will come back to to verse eight here in chapter one. But for right now, let's just go ahead and move into chapter two and get on with the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first thing I've highlighted is uh, going to be in chapter two, verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of flesh, this is verse 16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. 17, and the world passeth away and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so there you go. He, you know, he's clearly saying you, you cannot be of the world, you can't love the world, you can't you know, have the lust of the flesh, you of the eyes, the pride, 
because none of that is a part of God. And if you abide in God, you will not abide in these. Yeah. So he's making a clear distinction there. You know, you cannot yoke with these types of things and say, oh, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah. I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a disciple. Look at me. And for, you know, those who struggle with like, well, what are things of the world? Like what, you know, it kind of like lays it out for you, like the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And it's not just like material objects. It's anything that is going to absorb your love for the father. Like it's absorbing your want to read the Bible. It's absorbing your love for God, your time with God, your personal time, praying time, all those things. It's taking over that. That's yeah. worldly things. <laughs> Even yeah. if it doesn't seem like of the world, quote unquote, anything that's taking away. Yeah, it, it's, it's really worldly to be like, oh, man, I just I'm so like jealous of them people that have that nice house. Like I want a nice house like that. Your house is fine. Yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah. It, you know, it's like it, it's in the grand scheme of things. Like it's really silly. Like if you think about it from an e- eternal perspective <laughs> like oh man in 2022 like you kind of complained for a few months that your house didn't look like bill's house down the street yeah <laughs> like that's really silly if you think about it from an eternal perspective so um and another note on stewardship like god's not going to give you more if you can't steward what you have well just a little side note there <laughs> yeah it's just something to add to the yeah the housing stuff um all right so let's let's move on here to the next highlighted part what you got? Did you highlight this? Did, or you want me to yeah, read it? I got it. You want me to read it? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go on down to chapter 3. Of course, it's verse 1. So um, it says this, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Mm-hmm. So once again... He's saying there is a difference between people that just live in the world, that are lost, they're dead in sin, and you. you like, there should be no undercover Christians. Yeah. There should be no undercover Christians. Like, if you're in, I'm like probably more guilty of this than anyone <laughs> that's listening. But if you're like standing in a group of people and no one can say like, yeah, that's the man of God and point to you, then you're an undercover Christian. Yeah. Not really. Like one. if someone can't come come up, stand in your circle, and in two to three minutes of just hearing conversation bounce back and forth, can say, "Yeah, man of God, right there," then you're an undercover Christian. Like you're mm-hmm. hiding, and you're I don't know, you know, maybe it's just fear of not being liked, which is of the world. Yeah. Maybe it's fear of offending someone of the world. Yeah. You know, may it's whatever reason you want to make Throw of it. There. It's of the world i think john gives us a little bit of comfort too because you know he says at the end because it knew him not like you're in good company you know the world knew jesus not and if you know the world knows you not you're in good company yeah therefore the world knows us not because it knew him not yeah like that's almost a compliment yeah oh it is (laughs) he's he's throwing you right into the group that jesus has kind of made you know of himself Mm-hmm. It knew me, it won't know you. They hated me, they'll hate you. Yeah. You know, they rejected me, they'll reject you. Right. They killed me, they'll probably kill you if you live long enough. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, here is the little um, deal I wanted to get to in chapter 3 and jump back to chapter 1, verse 8. So I'll read uh, chapter 1, verse 8 real quick. 
or no, I'll read uh, chapter three, verse six real quick, and then we'll go back to one eight and time together. Yep. So uh, three six says, "Whosoever abideth in Him sinneth not, and whosoever sinneth not, or whosoever sinneth hath not seen Him, neither known Him." So he's saying, "Whoever abideth in Jesus sinneth not, and whosoever sinneth hath not seen Him, neither known Him." So to a, a new reader, that would almost read like. Wow, I've sinned. So John's saying I don't know Jesus or I've never seen him. Well, obviously none of us living today have ever seen him, so you can kind of rule that out. But to say I don't know him, well, what does it mean to know him, to have a relationship with him, to to understand, you know, how holy he is. To Well, and I think to see God is to see his works too, like not just, yeah, like not just in the flesh. physically see, but yeah. you can almost say that in the context, John saw, saw Jesus. Him, right, yeah. And he could be writing to people that may have seen him as well. Yeah, you're right. Not saying that that's the only meaning to that. That's just the way I went with it yeah. for you know, this purpose. Um, so let's jump back. Keep that in mind. Let's jump back to 1 verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So John totally understands that you're going to sin because he just said, if you say that you don't sin, you're a liar. Mm-hmm. You deceive yourself. Yeah. So he knows we're going to sin. So this is talking about a, a willingness to sin. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. He's not saying all sinners don't know Christ. John mm-hmm. was a sinner. Okay, walked with him, talked with him, broke bread with him, saw his miracles, did miracles himself. You know, John knew Jesus. He had seen Jesus, but he still sinned. So yeah. he understood that just because you were a sinner didn't doesn't mean that you didn't know Jesus or you don't know him or yeah. you didn't see him. So don't be confused by that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think, and he's very, in my mind, he's specific to people who are almost like false believers because they're confessing that they they have known Jesus or have seen him, but yet they're still in sin. It's almost a, like, right. you sorry, can't, go on. I can you, see you your wheels returning. Yeah, you can't get up on a soapbox and like, be like, oh, pornography is bad. You're going to hell if you watch porn. And then go home at night and watch porn. Yeah. You're not born again. You don't know him because if you knew him, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. If you had any kind of relationship, if you had any kind of knowledge, any kind of faith in the things that you say and preach, mm-hmm. you would at least live up to them a smidge bit, like right. a smidge bit. Like we can't live up to it 100% because if we could, we wouldn't need a savior because mm-hmm. we'd get all the glory and not him. So, But that's us- where that focus and focusing your love on God and not of the world really comes into play and being obedient in focusing on God, because that's one thing that I struggle with. I have those little like conscious moments where the Holy Spirit's like, okay, this is the world alley and I'm not obedient to it. You have to be obedient in those things and know that God is the one focus that you should have. Yeah. Faux show. Sorry. I get on these little tangents like in my brain. And (laughs) when I say them out loud, I'm like, well, that kind of didn't go with what you're talking about, but it made sense in my mind. So I'm sure someone out there is tracking along on my track. (laughs) You landed the plane. We're good. (laughs) All right. um, Let's go ahead and go on down. Chapter three, verse 13. We are moving along. All right. (laughs) Speed round. Okay. Verse 13. Marvel not my brethren, if the world hate you. Don't worry. Yeah. The world hated Christ. Marvel not. Marvel not. Who gives a flip of a wooden nickel if people <laughs> hate you? Because they're all jokers. Yep. They're lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need saving, so don't worry about it. Okay, chapter four. 
Sorry, that was really quick. <laughs> we could develop that more, but... 15. Time, time 15 for 15. Yeah, 15. Here you go. Chapter 4. <clears throat> Verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. So there he's saying, you know, there's going to be false prophets in the world. So try every spirit. And this isn't really a line in the sand, per se, but it does kind of connect because the world is full of false religions. The world is full of things that are anti-God well, and false, false prophets because mm -hmm. the, the enemy seeks looking to devour anyone he can. And so Still he'll do that. Yeah, he'll do that by, you know, false prophets, by um, false conversions, um, fake testimonies, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you go a step further, go outside the church. You have, you know, bogus religions like Islam and, and Buddhism and you name it, you know, so... Um, try the spirits. Yeah. See if they're. And how do God we do that? And of the world. We compare it to God's word. Right. The right. Unchanging. Right. The unchanging spirit. Yeah. Okay. You are of God. This is verse four. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Haven't we all heard that mm -hmm. coffee mug verse? Yep. Okay. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And see, this ties back to 4.1 because mm -hmm. it's like, okay, how do we try the spirit? Well, it just says, hereby we know the spirit of truth and error because we know we are of God, and he that know God heareth us. That's the spirit of truth. And he that is not of God heareth not us. That's the spirit of error. That's how we try the spirits. That's right. And But, it, you know, it says they are of the world. A distinction. Yeah. They are of the world. Separate. Therefore, speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. Mm -hmm. It's just like uh, like um, Joe Rogan, for example, got a, like a podcast that like literally millions and millions of people listen to. Well, why? Because Joe Rogan is worldly. He's an atheist. He blasphemes God constantly. Constantly. And that, and that goes hand in hand with the world. And yeah. they eat it up and love it. And Therefore, they hear him because he's of the world. And they are too. They are yoked. And we're not yoked with that. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So that's that was just a good example. That's that just was an example, example that came to my head, you know. Yeah. Joe Rogan, man, repent, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of funny sometimes. You're not really. <laughs> It's not funny. You're going to hell if you don't repent. Yeah. All right. Um, I've got one more. Er, oh, I've got a few more here. Dang. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we literally okay. looked at the time and it's at 15. So bear with us. <laughs> uh, chapter four. Still in chapter four. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. That I don't know why I um, highlighted that. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Okay. Chapter five. Me verse four, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, mm -hmm. even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth, believeth, <laughs> believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. So, John literally says that this is a victory. You've overcame the world. You're not of it. Thank yeah. God. Praise Jesus. You're not of the world. You've overcame it. This is the victory. Yep. And who are these people? These that believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You've gone against the grain. You swam against the current. 
you don't go along with Joe Rogan and the atheists. <laughs> you did good. Victory is yours. Yeah. You know, amen. that's like, you know, pray, you know it's, it, again, another line drawn right in the sand. Yeah. So. Can't be of the world. Can't be of the world. John even says it's victory to overcome it. Yeah. It is because whoever struggles with it knows that it's really hard and to over <laughs> overcome Absolutely. the world is victory. Okay. Chapter five, verse 19. This is the last, uh, this 19, 20, and 21 are the last three verses of the, of the letter. So, 19, and we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Mm. There you go. Yep. The world is full of wickedness. Be the guy in the group that someone says, hey, that's the man of God right there. Be that guy. Got to be separate, guys. Be I know separate. it's hard. Um, and I just want to read the last verse real quick to just... It has really nothing. It's got a little bit to do with what we're talking about, but I'm going to land the plane, I swear. <laughs> Verse 21, the conclusion to the letter. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. Okay. We live in a world that is full of idolship. Mm-hmm. Athletes, musicians, politicians, actors, actresses. I mean, anything, YouTube, TV shows, YouTube stars, yeah. podcast people. I mean, you name it. There's so, and then, and some influencers. people, yeah, influencers, and then <laughs> there's some, there's some people that are obsessed with themselves. Oh yeah. Like literally think about, the, think about this, think about this. There is literally a picture that you can take called a selfie. Yeah. It's a self worship, a selfie. Real, Like, yeah, I never thought about that yeah, till a while back. A selfie. That's self-worship. Mm-hmm. Like, quit taking pictures of yourself in a mirror and posting it to social media <laughs> so you can get clicks and likes. That is so dumb. So worldly. It's a waste of time. Think about how many people you know that are standing in the mirror at the gym. <laughs> you know, I know some good buddies of mine that hunt and just take all kinds of stupid pictures. It's like, you are wasting so much time. Yeah. For what? Clicks and likes on a stupid Facebook page? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, and all that can be said for like watching TV, scrolling through TikTok. Like it's all, we heard it said the other day, like in those five minutes that you scrolled and maybe got a chuckle or two on TikTok, like no one's been saved. No one's been healed. No one's been delivered. No one's had hands laid on them. Like think of all of the time that you're wasting just focused on the world. And idols. And idols. Yeah. I've heard it said before, like what you focus on or what, yeah, the image you, uh, what's the saying? What you concentrate on is what you conform to. Yeah. The, the the world. What you focus on, you be conformed to its image. Yeah. Right. So if you're like constantly focused on really on dumb things, you're going to be conformed to those dumb things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And the, all those are, that's, that's worldly. Well, it's, I've even said it before, like scrolling through a video on TikTok and I'm like, oh man, like I wish I could be like a TikTok star and like make millions of dollars off of videos and stuff. And then it's like, what? Like, <laughs> yuck. Why, why would that thought <laughs> even go through my brain? Like, yuck. <sighs> oh man. So anyways, guys, uh, John, first John, mm-hmm. New Testament. Really good book. Really good book. Really short. Honestly, you could highlight the entire thing. Every word, <laughs> we every letter. Did. We almost did. Um, you know, quite a bit to unpackage. I hope it helped some of you. And, um, yeah, that's just where, where God led us tonight. Hey, let's end on a song. Okay. Okay. What song? Um, I pulled up bound for glory by vertical worship and mainly because the first stanza is like really what we talked about today. So I'll go ahead and read it. This world is not my home. I'm here, but for a moment. 
It's all I've ever known, but this world is not my home. This fight is not my own. These burdens aren't my future. The empty tomb has shown I'm bound for glory. And the chorus says, I'm free because I'm bound. I'm bound for heaven's gate where my feet will stand on holy ground. I'm bound for glory. Man. So that was Bound for Glory by Vertical Worship. Guys, just remember this week as you're going through your everyday, mundane, weekly thing task that you do, just remember this world is not your home. Yeah, and as you think of the line in the sand between godliness and worldliness, always keep an eternal perspective in mind. Yeah. You know, that that is really key to separating yourself from worldly things and worldly people. We're here, but for a moment. Yeah. Yep. Think eternally. Yep. Absolutely. All right. You want to close us out in prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this platform once again for Jacob and I to come and just spread the good news and preach your gospel. Lord, I pray that this spoken word will affect someone tonight and really free them from the bondage of the world and focus their whole mind heart and soul on you lord we're here but for a moment and we are we can't wait to be in glory with you lord i pray that you help everyone listening to this podcast to have a great week help them to further their relationship with you god thank you jesus all these things i pray in jesus's holy name amen amen have a good night, everybody. Stay in the word. Woo-woo.